Hi there, my name is Alex Faust and you're listening to Conversations at the Edge. Each week we meet with the top business thought leader to learn what they think we should be prioritizing to build better businesses, positively impact our communities, and scale up. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good night, depending on what part of the world you are joining us from. I am your host, Alex Faust, and very honored and excited to have Herman Simon joining us for Conversations at the Edge again on a very important topic, which is inflation and how that impacts your pricing. And today, I'm very excited to welcome him back to Conversations at the Edge for a very timely and important conversation about inflation and how we need to be thinking and reacting to inflation in terms of our pricing. So Herman, welcome back to Conversations at the Edge. Where are you calling in from today? Hi, Alex. I'm calling in from Bonn, Germany. Yeah, I want to jump right in, Herman. And I'd like to maybe just set the stage and ask, why are we experiencing these extremely intense rates of inflation? And kind of how did we get here? It actually goes back to the financial crisis of 2008 and 2010, when the money supply grew for the first time on, on a very large scale. And uh, this scale of the expansion of money supply has even been larger during the COVID-19 crisis. So during the last two years, so too much money is chasing too few goods. In addition, we have a couple of uh, further factors. We have pent up demand. People have saved more during the crisis. And now they want to spend some money, be it on travel, on consumer goods. We have... um, Problems in the global supply chain. Think of this um, ship which blocked the Suez Canal. And then on top of all of that, the Ukraine crisis with uh, oil prices exploding. So this is a very serious situation that we have five, six factors which drive prices up, which uh, stimulate inflation. And can you help us kind of understand the relationship between what's going on, the factors impacting inflation and pricing strategy as it re- uh, pertains to you know, businesses who are in the mid-market? The starting point from a company point of view are the purchase prices. Uh, it's not only energy, it's electronic ships. Everything goes up in uh, our purchase prices. And that creates a squeeze on profit margins. Then we have the demand side and the competition, and that is decisive. Can we afford to increase our prices in order to defend our margins? And that is a big challenge. We we have no choice. We have to increase prices if we want to defend our margins and our profits. But the question is, can we do it or do we fall off the cliff? And so what are some of the mistakes that you're seeing executives making in today's inflationary climate? I think the two most important mistakes are that companies increase prices too late. So costs go up and they wait a couple of months to see what's happening. They are shy to increase prices, afraid of negative consumer reactions. And that means that they are losing margins over a period of three, six months, and that is going to destroy the annual result. And the second mistake is 
that they raise prices too little. We, we just did a study with several hundred companies and they said on the average they pass only on 41% of, of the cost increases. That means they absorb more than half of the cost increases. Of course, this is hurting profits and uh, this is a very bad strategy. Yeah, and it seems fairly complex because you have to balance, obviously, you know, your margins and also what the customer is willing to pay. So I'm curious, you know, about, about number one that you said the number one mistake was the speed of increasing prices. So what are your recommendations in terms of how quickly companies should be moving to make changes? Should it have already happened? You know, are they too late already? Or what are your thoughts there? No, it has already happened, but uh, the cost increases have been underway for several months by now. And for instance, uh, the largest uh, food retailer in Germany, Aldi, the discounter, uh, which is also Aldi in the US and uh, uh, Traders Joe, uh, they increased 160 prices last week. And most of the other retailers follow so it's late relative to the cost increases. It may be not too late, but many other companies and other industries are still hesitant, are uncertain, and uh, are simply afraid to increase their prices because this means tough negotiations with their customers, especially in business-to-business -business markets. Can you talk about um, what kind of like due diligence an organization should be doing to to make price increases, what are the factors that we should be looking at and how do you kind of roll that out inside an organization? First, you don't have much time, but you must understand the consumer. And the consumer's behavior has two uh, contradictory aspects. First, with increasing prices, the consumers become more price sensitive. They still want to get products at lower prices to get bargains. On the other hand, they are confused because inflation means that prices are changing all the time. So the consumers use, lose their price anchors. And it's actually easier to increase pricing during inflations due to this loss of, uh, of the loss of the price anchor. Uh, and companies have to understand the consumer. How does the consumer react? If you are on, on the internet uh, in e-commerce, it's quite easy to do some tests. In a normal retail shops, that's more difficult. But the basis is to understand the customer. So I want to also talk about the role that competition has in inflationary times on pricing and just business strategy in general. So I'm wondering if you can touch on the role of competition. Competition is, of course, key. One aspect is very important. If all competitors have the same cost increases, then it will be much easier to increase prices because they are all under the pressure. If some competitors have lower, other have higher costs, 
that's very difficult. That could be the fact that they come from different countries with different inflation rates. And of course, you can only increase your prices if competition follows or comes along. And there, the role of the so-called price leader is very important. A price leader is a company which goes ahead in price increases and the others follow. For instance, I mentioned Aldi in, in the German retail market. They increased their prices last week and most of the other large retailers follow. So they accept the role of Aldi as the price leader. Uh, this is a system which, uh, yeah, which, which works with, without agreements or cartels, which are, of course, forbidden. And uh, you, it, it's good to have such a price leader, which is recognized by the others and has the courage to go again. Because that's also a risk for the price leader. Uh, if the others don't follow, the price leader is in trouble. And we have seen cases where they had to take back price increases because uh, the others didn't follow. But that's generally easier under inflation. So the, under inflation, the, the main problem is not the competition. It's more the cost side and the consumer. And when you think about the price leader and having pricing power, does that role, your, your role as a price leader in the market change during inflationary times? Do the strategies change? Ideally not. I mean, if you really have pricing power, that has an extreme value during inflation. Uh, Warren Buffett was uh, the guy who really pointed the intention, uh, the attention of shareholders to the role of pricing power. He said, pricing power, the ability to increase your prices without losing volume is for me the most important criterion in evaluating a company. And of course, under inflation, when you are forced to increase your prices, pricing power is extremely valuable because it means you do not lose market share, you do not lose customers, you do not lose demand. So Herman, you know, one of the things that you sent me prior to today's conversation was your 10 commandments to go against uh, inflation. And number 10 on that list was stay on the ball. If inflation continues, don't chase it, but adjust your prices at short intervals. So if inflation is going to continue over the, the near future, can you talk a little bit more about the increments in which we should be looking to uh, adjust our prices? Yes, inflation means that pricing change continuously and, and frequently, much more often than under stable price conditions. And this means you should follow this trend and adjust your prices frequently. If you lose time, it's difficult to catch up. And what we observed is that about one quarter of the companies in our survey from last week say they change now prices several times per year. Of course, we have systems with dynamic pricing where prices change all the time, like in, uh, in air tickets. Um, but in the normal markets, you often have traditionally one price adjustments per year. Now you should go 
to quarterly price adjustments and have the price increase in smaller steps than in one huge step per year. So you have to prices to change prices more frequently and in smaller steps to keep up with inflation. If you lose time, it's difficult to catch up. How do you justify the prices to the customers? Is there a wording strategy for approaching clients uh, for, I mean, maybe it's unforeseen, but it's probably foreseen at this point, given it's happening everywhere. So curious about if you have any recommendations there. That's a good question and uh, frequently asked. And if you view it from the point of view of the customer, customers tend to accept only cost increases as uh, justification for price increase. increase. Even referring to the competition is difficult. If you say, oh, the competition increases price, so we have to do it too. They say, why do you have to do it too? So in almost all cases, you have cost increases and you should use this as an argument. And you should not use um, the argument that to say, oh, demand is increasing and obviously our products are seen as more valuable, like uh, emergency products under, under emergency situation. This is not a, a, an argument uh, which bodes well with customers. So the best argument is cost increases. They usually accept that. That is both true for business to consumer and business to business. Any thoughts on like increasing, you know, finding ways to increase value to justify uh, justify the, the cost increases? So not necessarily blaming it on the, your costs, but more so we're going to add more mm-hmm. value to what we're delivering? I think that's a very good strategy, though it may be difficult under inflation. But what you could do, you could uh, throw in some services for which do you, you do not charge, uh, home delivery or, or whatever it is. Though I think increasing your value has two advantages. One, you deliver more value than your competition. And second, the customer has to pay a higher price, but he or she also gets more. So if, if that's possible without driving the costs up, I would advise to apply this, this method. It's a very good one. What do you see as our moral responsibility to consumers mm-hmm. in terms of pricing during times of inflation? I uh, see two moral responsibilities there. The first one is, You cannot avoid to raise your prices if you want to survive. But you should remain fair. So you should not abuse a position of shortage, uh, a monopolistic uh, situation, an emergency, etc. Which we also very often see that there is an emergency and and merchants uh, double or triple their prices. So I think In ethical terms, uh, it's unavoidable to raise prices, but you should remain decent and fair vis-a-vis your customers. And they will honor that in the future. And they will punish you if you abuse a temporary uh, shortage. And the second moral responsibility is to work hard on the cost side under these 
conditions. Uh, if, if prices go up and people don't have more money, you cannot assume that you can pass on all the costs. So you must be more efficient, reduce costs. And uh, in our study, uh, there was an interesting comparison. I said already that 41% of the cost increases could be passed on by the companies, but 17% come from higher efficiency. So if you add the 241 plus 17, you are at 58, which they get back uh, partially from the price increase, partly from the higher efficiency. You will not get back 100%. So is 58 enough? Yeah, that's, uh, I cannot say in general, but it's both components, price increase and uh, cost cutting must uh, be applied in this situation. I think these are two moral responsibility of company leaders. Herman, as we wrap up today, um, you know, I think I've learned a lot. I'm sure our community has any final words or uh, recommendations to pass on to our leaders as, as we close out. Yeah, I think under these circumstances, uh, having solid information, really understanding the customers are even more important than, uh, than under normal stable conditions. And uh, we would be happy at Simon Kutcher to help you if uh, you need us. And uh, it's a challenging time. Thanks for listening to Conversations at the Edge. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with a friend or a teammate who you think would benefit from what we covered. In addition, you can find us on LinkedIn to get all of the updates. Or if you'd like to hear the full conversation, just visit growthinstitute.com forward slash the edge to learn how you can become a member as well. Thanks again and see you next time.